0: So the meditation follows the traditional Tibetan script. So we will invoke the presence of Jesus and then we will bathe in his presence and then one can do different practices there, but we will make it very simple. So there's a bit of, in the script in the Tibetan tradition, there's some, you know, you make offerings and you confess, you open up and so on and so on we will make it more simple and then there's the dissolution so that's called front generation so front generation of of buddha nature and then there's the dissolution and actually in the script in the tibetan tradition with the dissolution you actually would die so you the egoic process would die so you would go to the death process we are not going to do that, it's too complex, but so that, that's the idea. So that, that what you think you are and you know, that what you, what you will lose very soon, uh, that, that dissolves. And then from that openness and connectedness you arise again in, in this body, but from a different place. So from the, from the Christ consciousness place. So this is a practice of taking the result of the path into the path, it's called, taking the result of the path into the path, getting there by being there, or a little bit fake it until you make it. (laughs) And obviously it is based on the fundamental Buddhist experience that Christ consciousness is available to us. It is freely available. It is here. It's now. We have everything in this moment to be complete. That's a quote from Lama Yesha. We have everything available in this moment to be complete. It's a matter of discovering that. In this kind of practice we can't force anything. It's not like that you make something happen, so it's more that you allow something to happen and we are not going for American Hollywood (coughs) Jesus enlightenment but we are going for what is genuine for us and it can be subtle, it can be quiet, it can be modest. Scandinavian modest. <laughs> not American Hollywood blown up with violence in the background. So we don't wait for that. Also it depends very much where you are right now. Maybe this is not what you need. Yeah. So it's also sometimes it makes sense to do this kind of practices a few times. Because maybe you're very distracted today or you're very disconnected from your body because there's difficult feelings. And, you know, then, there might be you know there might you might need something else. But also, this kind of practices they are they are they are not for some people they are not they are not helpful. They, they, they don't get it. I mean, if you're a very rational person, and you need more rational practices, and not like symbolic practices, it's fine. It's not that that you. That something is wrong with you, it's just we need to find practices which fit our structure, our psyche and our rhythms and then also it could be that when we do these practices you no know, feelings like anger come up or frustration or resistance or sadness or fear and if that kind of experience come up, like resistance like what a religious bullshit I came here to practice breathing meditation and now I have to pray to Jesus what's this that's understandable and you're very welcome to have this kind of feelings isn't that interesting that you have this kind of feelings It's part of you, it's something to integrate, it's something which comes from somewhere and there's nothing bad with feeling like that. Then this kind of meditation still becomes a, a method which helps you to have some insights about you, about your structure, about your conditioning. So it's like we are not doing this practice to get somewhere, to have some special experience so we do we we go into that ritual and the ritual creates a container where experiences can arise and these experiences they support the insight into your conditioning into your structure into your psyche that's what rituals do they create a container where something surprising can arise yeah. and it's not always that what we wish or what we think this meditation is supposed to trigger. But it's your genuine experience, and you need to be loyal to your experiences in meditation. And no experience or no feeling is wrong. They are just feelings coming and going. So let's play. You know, if we would be children, well, it would be easy. You just would go with it. <coughs> yeah, Jesus, lighting a candle, bowing, no problem. <laughs> so we take some moments to reconnect, and make yourself comfortable, neither too sloppy nor too, <coughs> not, too not too tight. Oh, no. And if you like, you can close your eyes. If that helps you to make this shift again from the break. Maybe you notice that you feel a bit different now than compared to how you felt when you arrived. And there might be still an aftermath of the break. Maybe you talk with people so you just welcome your inner life as it is You can again slightly stabilize your mind with the breath Lightly Befriending your own energy Allowing thoughts to drift a bit into the background and feeling the spacious aliveness in your body. You get entangled into the stream of thinking, into the inner dialogue. You slide back or you drop back into the trunk of your body. And then we call upon the presence of Jesus and he steps into the room, into the space in front of you. And he's a being of light, but also earthy, a man, you're vital, sexy, healthy. And you don't need to have a clear mental image, maybe you have sort It's more that you imagine the presence. So you stay. Somewhat connected with your body and breath. And this is a feeling of the rising eastern morning sun who dispels darkness, dispels the darkness of the night, the loneliness of the night. And you allow yourself to bathe in the sun, like in the morning sun, like a puppy or like a cat, bathing in the light of the morning sun, warming. On the toes to the top of your head. His eyes, which will look right through all the bullshit, right into your heart, into your goodness, and into the darkness. There you are. Really naked. The smile is a gentle, loving smile which you feel in your belly, and, and there's a scent of roses and the scent of loving kindness. And you also hear, you hear his movements, maybe he even says something. Returning to the felt sense in your body, opening to the light of Christ consciousness. bathing you, every cell of your body opens like a flower and whatever arises, every feeling, every sensation arises within the presence of Christ consciousness and passes. If there's something unresolved in your heart, you just hold it into Christ Consciousness. And just by sitting in his glow, you become more like him. Obviously, Christ's consciousness is neither feminine nor masculine. Mm-hmm. And returning, breathing, feeling the lifeness. So there's the joy. So Jesus is of the world, in the world. A human, a man. Light. And you feel the light of Christ consciousness surrounding you. Also from the back. So you feel him in the back also. As if millions of candles are lit around you. And then uh, Jesus steps behind you and he puts his hands onto your shoulders and you feel the warmth of his hands, the vitality, the joy. And the vitality, the warmth, the joy, the love radiates from your shoulders into your heart into your belly, down into your root a flow, of vitality, of love, down into your pelvis And these hands say, I'm here with you, whatever it is. I'm willing to touch whatever it is. I'm here with you. So softening, breathing down into your pelvis. and feeling the warmth, the joy, the vitality, the healing of Jesus' hands. The touch goes into where you're ashamed, where you struggle, where you're hurt, where you're afraid, where you're hard on yourself. Jesus dissolves into that light, into the scent of roses, into the warmth, into the vitality, the joy, and it fills your body completely, every cell of your body, you forget yourself and you become aware of the Christ within, the Christ Consciousness within, the Goddess within, the Buddha within. And you can lightly focus on your heart area, maybe breathing lightly into your heart, feeling Jesus in your heart, feeling the Goddess in your heart, the Buddha within, and then from the Buddha within, from the Jesus within, from Christ's consciousness, the light pulls out into your whole body and then leaves your body to the pores of your body, into your surroundings, first here in this room, from Jesus to Jesus, from Goddess to Goddess. and then into your life, into all your relationships. Father and mother, grandparents and sisters, children, friends, husband, wife, and also into your past and into your future. You are the light. Forget yourself. You are the light. You are the light in your life. Loving yourself completely, radically, and with that loving everyone else from Christ Consciousness. Not from the little I, from Christ Consciousness. You love the little I from Christ Consciousness. your past, into your future. And then we'll just sit quietly with whatever is for you spacious aliveness a present moment loving awareness out to all the men and women who right now are sitting in the presence of the divine, the field of Christ consciousness which is pervading this planet. And then we can also share the positive energy with those who are in crisis. Now, during Christmas time, may people everywhere look after each other. Also the animals. May people look after the animals, so may people everywhere here in Copenhagen and everywhere else during Christmas time look after each other. Mm may people look after each other, may people just look after each other. I'm sorry to say, but now during Christmas time, you can't eat pigs, they are people. Just don't do it. more no time for question because i have to share two more things <coughs> oh yeah this one so i mentioned already the this uh you know, the, the the big thing in the eye of your brother and the little thing in your own eye and pointing uh, no, the, the little <laughs> thing in the eye of the other and the big thing in your own eyes. So I just want to uh, quote that, uh, but I'm also like this, this one that sentence I really like. So he says, Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when there's a lock in your own eye. Now, he says, You hypocrite. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's that's Jesus. You hypocrite. I pray that I will be a teacher who dares to say that. <laughs> it's so brave. <coughs> Hypocrites. There are so many hypocrites in the Buddhist circles. I want to point that out. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, people like Jesus, they make us uncomfortable. Because we know that we can't bullshit them. If you are around a qualified master in the Tibetan tradition, you feel uncomfortable because they don't play the games. And that's a sign of 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 a true master, that you feel like he can see me and he does, he can feel me. This should make you feel safe instead <laughs> it makes you feel safe when you're genuine yeah yeah so that's like uh, when you when you hang around the master for some time what what is what is happening in, in and in you know when you when you relax into who you are and you embrace who you are then you also relax into the presence of the master because you're not ashamed of who you are that doesn't mean that you need to be a goody-goody Buddhist. Yeah? That's hypocrisy. <laughs> I mean, the master loves you unconditionally. Otherwise, he's not uh, qualified to be a master. So it, this kind of awkwardness around the master is your own self-judgment. Yeah? And then, and then, and then when you relax into yourself and embracing, like Jesus does, your humanit- humanity completely, then you start to relax around. They can see. You don't need to hide behind some Tibetan clothes and the mala and eating vegan. Because, that's all surface. That's so wonderful. If you become comfortable within your own skin and you can just show yourself, not as like a puffed up, faking, doing all things right Buddhist, but as a human. So, you hypocrite! <laughs> 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 I, I, I like that. First take the lock out of your own eye. And then you will see see clearly to take the speck and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. This is shadow work. I'm amazed that, you know, one would think that like spiritual practitioners that they are interested in their inner life, in their psyche, but many are not. And that leads them to this kind of puffed up, wow, it's so great, I'm a Buddhist, I'm in the right club, you know. <laughs> hypocrites. <laughs> <laughs> I just I'm training. You. <laughs> so one one more one more thing. <laughs> Which one? Um, yeah, this is this is a bit longer, but yeah, I will not talk so much about it. So he is talking to his students and this is about, you know, in the Buddhist teaching that this is called renunciation. So renunciation is this move away from from, uh, from for away from what is not working for you anymore. No, away from compromises, away from wasting your life. Knowing that you're going to die soon, moving away from that. Not staying in unwholesome inner and outer places, but following the call, the call you feel in your heart, singing your song, writing your poem, being yourself. So that's this move of renunciation, so you turn to that which is safe. That's called refuge, so they come together. Renunciation, the movement away from what, from what is not working for you towards what is really important, genuinely important for you. Knowing that you're going to die. In, in Jungian's thought that's called individuation. And if you don't do that, you will be depressed. And you will die with regret. So Jesus talks to his students. (coughs) He says, if any of you wants to be my follower, so now when he says wants to be my follower, he's not talking about the person Jesus. He's talking about Christ's consciousness. So if you want to be a follower of Christ's consciousness, meaning a follower of your essence, of that which is genuinely important to you, you must turn from your selfish way, you, know, you must turn from your selfish way, so selfishness is a bit you know, difficult, so it would be necessary to talk a bit about this. But it's like, you must turn from this, what about me, what about me? Where can I get the most entertainment? For free! Yeah? Where can I get the most entertainment? For free! That's the inn, and then, you know, the inn in the birth story. Christ consciousness is not born in the inn. It can't be born in the inn. <coughs> take up your cross, he says. So take up your cross means stand up for your suffering. Feel your feelings. Be human. Let's take your cross. And there, the Buddhist teachings are very strong, yeah? Like, we all struggle. And some of us are better in pretending that everything is fine. Nothing is fine. So take your cross. and know, we'll take responsibility for your feelings. Stand up for your pain, for your hurt. And follow me. So again, follow me does not mean to kind of... So no. Jesus is very strong in rejecting all structures, re- rejecting this church as it was. He says, the kingdom of God is within. Same as the Buddha. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. So to try to hang on to your life is like you know, staying in this, in this way of living which you know it's, it's not what you really want to do. But you are, we are afraid. We are afraid to come out. We make compromises. We stay in jobs because we are afraid to do what we are called to do. We, we seek security. We study what our parents say, say to us we stay in relationships which are clearly not nurturing our growth if you try to hang on to your life you will lose it, yes all that we will lose our iPhone Hmm. our knowledge intellectual knowledge our successes the likes on facebook <laughs> we will lose it soon very soon this will be completely this will be completely irrelevant completely irrelevant but if you give up your life for my sake to so You give up your life for Christ Consciousness. (coughs) You give up your life for Awakening. (coughs) So give up your life means give up the what about me life. (coughs) To give up your life for my sake and for the sake of the good news. The good news. The good news. like. Tantra, Buddhist Tantric teachings, the really good news, you will save it. Yes, you will save your life. And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world but lose your own soul? So losing your own soul, like losing the safe direction in life. Is anything worth more than your soul? So soul, oh, I have to stop, sorry. (laughs) If I get into this, I can't stop. (laughs) So soul is Buddha nature. In in Buddhism, we don't use the word soul. It's too, like, personal, like my soul, and it's kind of separate. So that's why the Buddha said, no, forget (laughs) the soul. Forget the soul, go for... Christ consciousness, which is not person. It's not my Christ consciousness. Okay, happy Christmas, <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, next year I will I will start again in February, uh, but in another location in Lane. and it will be Tuesdays so not Thursdays but Tuesdays and then every second Tuesday starting in February and, and then also um, there will be another a semester within the Shantideva course so uh, we already did one year but you can join uh, which is like the study of uh, the Bodhisattva by Shantideva an Indian Master so if you are interested in you know, looking at one of these ancient Buddhist texts through the view of, oh, this this is myth, <clears throat> so how can I bring this into my life? What does it actually mean? And you're very welcome to join. It's two, it's two Saturdays teaching here in Copenhagen and six uh, video conference meetings. So. Uh, and then we have a summer retreat also. Uh, organized by this group on Mön, I think, in Mön Retreat Center. Um. And soon we will have a functioning website Mm -hmm. in a couple of days, hopefully, so all of this information will be there, the new... You're saying that since two years. <laughs> I'm personally working on it, so it's just okay. about actually making the domain shift and then it's ah, it's ah, up online, so I can guarantee in great. a few days. Then you can also <laughs> subscribe to, if you want to be part of the newsletter, it will be through the, the website, you can just sign up, and all of the updated location information, when the teachings resume, it's all going to be on there. Yes. And if anyone likes to help uh, the group, we can talk with
1: Me or any other uh, volunteer that you yeah.
0: see. Uh, uh, the others. Yeah. And thank you so much, Stefan, for the Is there someone coming before? I mean, uh, and no, you're going no. to be the, the okay. first person mm. that will start off yeah. the program. And that's on the 11th of uh, February at Pendulum. Mm. Uh, yes. Okay. Good luck. Take care. <laughs> yeah. that. Course that you do that is seven hours. So is that only like, um, do you do meditation in between it, or is it just like knowledge? Um, the sky, the heart, and the sky thing. Uh, that uh, it's it's both. Okay. So it, cool. it's like here. Okay. It's like I always have the same kind of rhythm of you know meditating and then teaching. Okay. Yeah. And and then in the. In the online meetings, that is also a mixture of guided meditation and um, teaching. Okay. And we go along the. We are in sixth chapter now. Chapter six now, so we we go through the book. Oh, okay. Uh, until it's finished. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. The book is in English. Uh. Yeah. Yes, uh, it's, there's many translations of, the, of this book. Yeah. Mm. It's the one just after... Ah, yeah, okay, that's right. Mm. If you want to ask through yeah. <coughs> yeah, better don't. <laughs> you definitely need a just commentary. Sign up. Yeah, 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 just sign up. Uh, you definitely need a commentary to digest some of this stuff. <laughs>